Man, what another episode uh, that I am just blessed to have. I'm excited to put another episode out. This is episode number four with Mikey Farias. He's a photographer here in New Braunfels, Texas. And uh, we have a great convo just talking about his life. Uh, he's born and raised here in New Braunfels. Um, he's done uh, lots and lots of uh, events here when it comes to his photography. He also works for New Braun- uh, works with New Braunfels High School, I should say. And um, he's just a great down-to-earth dude. I have a great time uh, talking with him in this uh, conversation. Uh, but I've met him before, seen him do his thing, uh, many locations in New Braunfels. Well, you can hear us talking about the Black Lives Matter, how a wedding uh, got crashed <laughs> by the Black Lives Matter protest. And uh, we talk about Snow Week uh, here in New Braunfels. We talk about a little bit of his buildup uh, coming up in life. Uh, uh graduating as a new Braunfels unicorn as well so it's really cool to see community guys like Mikey come and uh, be an advocate and really make an impact uh, here in in our community New Braunfels and I feel like uh, he's always always just like he says here in in the podcast he cares he just cares period and so uh, I really hope you enjoy this episode uh, making sure that um, guys Keep smiling. Keep making things. Keep doing the things that make you happy. Uh, you'll see that a lot of my guests. You'll see that in uh, you know. Well, you hear me get a little bit emotional in this uh, podcast because uh, I'm not gonna lie. Uh, that day when we were shooting uh, was not having the best day, and we kind of forget uh, a lot of um, what keeps us pushing sometimes. And that kind of got me a little bit that morning. And uh, to hear Mikey give me some some word of advice, um, it was really. <laughs> Uh, so, you know, it was just really good to hear his advice and, and he did it without even knowing at that point too, I think. So it's really cool. Great conversation. Make sure you listen, share, uh, like guys, give me your feedback on this stuff too. I want to know what's going on. I want to know if you're liking them. Uh, again, send me some people that you think you might get, uh, might enjoy me talking to, uh, that might help it out, help out as well by getting things going, but enjoy this podcast. Uh, shout out to new vibe productions as I always do. And, uh, let's get to the episode. How about that? Let's go, people. Hey, before we get the episode started, just big shout out to my mom. Happy birthday, mom. Love you. And uh, shout out to my dad, too. Uh, he just got back to work yesterday. Uh, both of them fighting through COVID just, uh, I would say, over three, four months ago, I think it was. Uh, maybe a little bit longer, but just, man, the both of them were in the hospital at the same time, literally just rooms away. And uh, this week was just... Uh, just definitely, I mean, we, we definitely are blessed that we understand that we have them every day. Uh, but of course, when you kind of get to events, things like that, it kind of just hits you a little bit to really appreciate them a little bit more. And uh, just want to just, man, have some strong parents, y'all, fighting through that COVID at the same time. And then my mom's still just trying to be strong for us out here, trying to keep our brains together during that time. But um, to know that they're still here with us is is a great feeling. We're very blessed. We're very thankful. And um Again, shout out to my jabroni dad. We call each other jabroni. Uh, shout out to my dad, man, getting back to work, doing the thing that he loves. Um, I know that was part of him that got taken away. We got to appreciate what we have, people. My dad's just a hardworking man. That's where I got my stuff. And even my mom, hardworking woman. Uh, but her birthday's uh, today. And big shout out to her. So, uh, yeah, wish him a birthday, people. Enjoy the show. What's up, people? Thank you for watching J Rock and a Podcast. This is another episode, and I'm excited to uh, again another local. Your Mike Fadias is with me. How we doing, Mikey? 
Doing great. Doing, Doing good, great. man. Yeah, yeah. Uh, I reached out to Mikey a couple weeks ago. Like I said, we're, we're getting J-Rock and a podcast rolling here. And a uh, big thanks to New Vibe Production, uh, Christoph running our uh, our gigs here, making it all come to life, like I've been saying the past couple episodes. And um, we're hoping this kind of continues to be routine. But uh, I want to dig into Mikey's brain. Uh, we got it to dig into Johnny's Duncan brain last week. Uh, and we're downtown New Braunfels again. Uh, shout out to Jerry Soseda for letting us come in here and uh, uh, get in his office here. And I'm sure he's a busy guy, but uh, we, we, it's cool to have some good friends around to, to let us use their facility, right? <laughs> no doubt. Some no good doubt. stuff or their, or their office, I should say. So uh, Mikey is a photographer here in New Braunfels, Texas. Uh, born and raised, Mikey? Born and raised. Born, born and raised, raised, man. Talk about it, man. How was the born and raised? Oh. Ba- you know, you look very young, right? <laughs> <laughs> well, I am going to be turning 50 this year, so All that right, makes me, uh, I was born in 1971. Okay, uh, man. Both my parents were born and raised here. I want to say I know at least my, I, I feel like my grandmother was born and raised here. Okay. Uh, but yeah, I'm, I went to New Braunfels High School, played football Unicorn. there, played soccer there. Um, that's right, Unicorn mm-hmm. for life. Um, but yeah, uh, grew up throwing shallow dives in the Comal, <laughs> hanging out the spring-fed pool, to jumping off the high dive. And was it busy back then? <laughs> not quite. Like, not like, so how's, much. How does that change, man? Like from. You, you know, know they back then and now. they used to clean it like every other week. They really? would clean the spring fed, and it was nice and clear. They don't do it so much because I think it had something to do with bleach back in the day. Right. Don't don't quote me; I could be hey, lying. Oh, there's so. a lot more kids out there. Yeah, yeah, Adults yeah. nowadays with better immune systems. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Maybe right. that's what it is. But yeah, what was the thing to do back then, man? What was it? You know, you were we were always we were always on our BMX bikes. Really, man? You know, once we were able to, once mom and dad were like, let us, you know, Venture we got, like we got uh, season passes down at the Spring Fed Olympic pool. Yeah, man. And uh, we'd get on our bikes and we'd just, we'd run down there, chain them up, go swimming. Or before we had our bikes, mom and dad, they'd just drop us off and they'd come, come, come later, later when they close and come pick us you up. You know, that <laughs> tradition never changed, man, because I, when I was growing up, we would do the same thing. My father... Uh, that worked for the city. Um, actually, pretty cool stories. He going through COVID, we're hoping he finds out today he gets to go back to work. But anyway, he would go and drop us out working for the city. He would get us in free because, you know, they had the city. Yeah, class. yeah. So we'd always go to the Spring Fed and go swim over there at Olympic Pool, man. It was fun, man. Yeah. So it looks like that tradition never changed as yeah. a kid, too. Yeah. So. Absolutely. At BMX part two, man, we used to ride our bikes to uh, Prince Psalms, play basketball until four o'clock in the morning sometimes. Yeah. Until the cops told us, all right, guys, right, right, it's time to go home, man. <laughs> <laughs> So, uh, Mikey, uh, growing with this town, man, like, were you here the whole time? Did you, you said you graduated school. Graduated um, school, went to went to work for for the in the beer business, working for Miller. Nice, <laughs> slinging okay. beer, slinging, slinging beer, beer everywhere, and whatnot. <laughs> so, which was fun. Um, uh, got really heavy. Okay, <laughs> but um, I think it was uh, 0203 is when I decided. I got into skiing and snowboarding in the early 90s, and okay. I found myself in a place where I was spending a lot of money just to be there for a week, and mm-hmm. um, started talking about wanting to move up there and work and, and just go snowboarding every day or whatever, yeah. and finally got into a place uh, back in 0203 where I just kind of in between stuff, in between the jobs, and uh, had the opportunity and, and finally decided, you know what, I'm just going to do it. And go out there. So... Uh, Got my stuff ready and moved out there. Took my cousin with me just for the, the for the ride, mm-hmm. and uh, 
got the job. I didn't have a job at the time. Got interviewed there. Got the job. My first job was a, was in snowmaking. Yeah. And uh, didn't have a place to stay. Slept in my truck for a few days. Don't tell mom that. Yeah, right. <laughs> You'd be upset. Um, but just yeah, that's that's uh, got me going up there, and and really has led to where I'm at today. Uh, How old were you back then when you were starting was, to work uh, out there? That would have been 17 years ago. Uh, 30. Early thirties, really? Yeah, okay. Early thirties, so a little older, but Did you um, snowboarding that. I mean, when did you start? Snowboarding? I started snowboarding at twenty-three. Okay, but that was one time a year, few days out of the year, and whatnot. Were you a roller, like a, a skateboarder? I'm sorry, uh, a little bit. Okay, not not hardcore. I did do. Um, we did back then. Roller hockey had gotten okay. Early nineties, mid nineties. Roller hockey kind of got really big. <laughs> we put a team together. Really? We kind of played here. We yeah, we played over play at it? Oak Front. We no were way. In their parking, in their parking lot. lot. Yeah, and then you know, oh, what's nice. funny, funny is we we found out there was a league up in Austin, uh-huh. and so it was me, Brandon Printy, John Flugrath. Uh, man, I can't remember all the names, but none of us ever played hockey really? at all. And we showed up at this league, and they felt sorry for us, so they gave us two A players. Oh, right. And, which, they, they were It good. worked out pretty good. Yeah, and I tell you what, the first half of the season, we were undefeated. We were beating everybody, and everybody did not like that at all. Like, oh, man, we hug these guys too much. Out <laughs> but here, we, we were having fun. So I did, we did some rollerblading, and we would rollerblade yeah. all over town. Uh, That's pretty cool. Uh, do you know Brian Pretty? I don't know Brian Perini. No. Sounds familiar though. He's got a, I got a, not a, kind of funny story, kind of sad story. He, okay. He, he cracked his skull coming Ooh. down Rosemary Street. Oh, road. Rosemary. Come on, man. Yes. That's, yeah, that's, yeah, that's, a, yeah. that's a steep one right there. But, uh, yeah. Yeah. That was, uh, that was a scary night, but, uh, you know, Brian's doing all right now. So. <laughs> <laughs> Anyways. Yeah. I think, uh, I don't think I've ever, I, I just loved hockey. I think we'll, Mighty Ducks was, was like the was the shit back then. Like, oh yeah! So yeah. I watched the Mighty Ducks, and it kind of got me into hockey. I ended up, I, I like, I think it was like maybe like a three month phase where like I wanted to try it out, but obviously there was nowhere to try it here. But I just got into it for a little bit, and I think the closest thing I got was Sega playing NHL. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> you know the San Antonio Iguanas were around. Oh and yeah, yeah, no, I the see Dragons the came. And right. I tell you what, me, John Flugrath, and Brandon Prenny, we would. We we I think we only missed two or three games that really? season. So we we didn't have season passes, but yeah, we went to every that was single a lot game. of games. So that had a lot to do. Yeah, that's cool, that man. Time. You're getting getting around. I think hockey's really fun, by the way. I just yeah. very exciting. I don't think yeah. I'd be rollerblading around town right. these days. <laughs> no, no, not now. A dangerous. Yeah, there's traffic, man. <laughs> it's yeah, crazy. Yeah, I mean, I love that our town is growing. Don't get me wrong, I love it that it's growing, but. Our traffic, I think, is the only thing I'm disliking out of all the growth. You yeah. know what I mean? It used to take me five minutes to get from the west side of town to, I mean, as far as Canyon High School in that way, yeah. but now it's taking even longer. But we're going to handle it and deal with it, but I will not be rollerblading or biking anytime soon. <laughs> <laughs> True. True so, Mikey, uh, I love your work, man. Um, I know we talked about Enrique Frijoles. So, y'all that are following us from New Bravo's Nightlife, thank you if you're new. Uh, I talked about this with, with uh, Mikey on the Marie Frijoles show with New Bravo's Nightlife. Um, there was a BML, uh, a Black Lives Matter protest going on downtown, and you were uh, capturing a wedding, is my correct? Well, no, actually, I was just there to oh, just capture there, right. the event. The event, and, that's right, okay. And just see what's going on and, mm-hmm. and um, 
just is for historical value yeah. of what goes on and which he does a lot that, of which he does yeah, a lot yeah. of I love it you'll love find it. that that's what I, I, I love to do I love history and so while I was down there one of the police officers um, uh, Mike Rutherford good guy that's right Mike he, uh, he, he pointed me in the direction saying hey there's a we- there's a wedding going on and they were supposed to have it down at the down at the gazebo they had it uh, uh, reserved and all but the whole uh, protest, protest was going on, so oh, they couldn't. Uh, so I was like, I went over and asked them if I could take a few photos with with what's going on in the background, and and they they were like, yeah, absolutely, and they were happy about it and everything. And I asked them, hey, what do you think about all this? He's like, well, it is what it is. You yeah. just kind of roll with it and yeah. and whatnot. And that's what they did. They uh, uh, not once did they complain. They 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 were there was in love yeah and just smiling and and just loving every minute of it and stuff like that i think that picture really uh like it it hit me it hit me real hard because at that time uh when that was all that going on of course during covid and stuff too right like i mean we're thinking like this is happening you know and us you know me being hispanic and 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 growing growing up like you know, I felt like in this town, we would see it sometimes, but when you're young, you're like, you really don't know what that is. And as we got older, like, oh, that's, I guess that is racism in a way. But um, going through all that and seeing that picture, man, it really was just like, I think things are going to be okay. Like, just yeah. look at look at this. You know, let's just be real. It was a white couple. Yeah. You know, and, and there's a Black Lives Matter protest going on, and they're just in love, man. Yeah. And I think that's what... We got to kind of look at sometimes, yeah. you know, yeah, seeing those absolutely. that big picture, man. So, <laughs> kudos to you catching that that yeah. uh, that historic event, man. That, that was, was uh, awesome. that was a proud moment. I was so <laughs> glad to be, you know, when it comes to photography, it's all about timing. Yeah, you know, being in the right place at the right time. Yeah, you, know, that, you get a little lucky sometimes. Mm, you know? No, and that leads to uh, the snow week, man. Um, yeah. My jabroni, I thought I could get up early enough and get some good photos, but dude. Before I can get up and do anything, Mikey already had his posted pictures posted. Like everything was looking good. I'm like, you know what? I'm I, I can't get on his page at all. Like I, this guy is killing it. Um, how early did you get up that morning, bro? I think I woke. It wasn't super early. Yeah, it was uh, about six o'clock. Okay, and it was. I didn't like set an alarm or anything like that. I just I, I you know I knew it was snowing. I just didn't know how much snow it was gonna be. I yeah. Knew. You know that Sunday, uh, my sister and I we snuck off to to uh, Burnt Bean Company up in Seattle oh, and got some menudo for everyone. Good out there too. Oh, it's good. But um, you know it was pretty slick roads. Yeah. You know it was uh, 20, 30 miles an hour driving yeah, down forty six. For sure. You know, t- kind of taking it easy and, and whatnot. So my plan wasn't to get out on Monday. Oh really? Thinking if it was a couple of inches, it was going to be really bad. Mm-hmm. and whatnot so my plan wasn't to go out and uh when i got up and, and uh started looking around looking outside i saw five six inches of snow i was like oh this is this is perfect it'll be great yeah and, and that's all living 17 years in in the or working 17 seasons up in beaver snow, creek right? uh, uh uh ski ski resort and stuff so that was that was 
that was normal for me. So yeah. being able to get out there and just drive and, and being and driving under control and not mm-hmm. speeding and, and whatnot. And you already knew how to drive in it. Yeah. yeah you already yeah, knew how I it already was. knew yeah. how. And so I was like, hey, let's get our equipment. Let's get out there. I couldn't yeah. get out there fast enough. Yeah, I bet, first, man. first place I stopped was green. And, and to see it with, I think there was a couple of tracks out there. Exactly. And that's and what my I thing was. Like, was. Yeah, that's nice. what I was like. You caught it. You captured everything in almost so perfect timing. Like you talk about timing. Because... I felt like there was nobody was messing with the snow at that time. You, yeah. There was no tracks. There was no. Free, by the time I came out, everybody was driving. Yeah. Right. And, yeah. You know, my buddy. My buddy's like. I told my buddy, um, man, I really like to go get some some pictures. He's from Colorado. He's like, well, go. I'm like, bro, they're, they're telling us not to go out. They're, they're not supposed to go. He's like, dude, you can drive it. Just go. You're fine. You got an SUV. You know? And he's like, you'll be fine. By the time I come out, it was all just everywhere. Yeah. But like I said, man, you caught it perfect. Uh, you That makes me, from being from New Braunfels, man, born and raised as well, it, it may, that's like, wow. I don't know if we'll ever see that again. And if we if, yeah. if we don't, you capture that for us, man. And yeah. I, I, I want to thank you. Yeah. And I want to know. So we got to get. I would like for you to hopefully get that stuff somewhere so all of us in the community can see that. Other than, you know, like, obviously it's on your page and stuff. But I think Prince and yeah, if we can absolutely. figure something out, that would be think, so awesome, man, to really yeah. do. You know, a few days later when it snowed again. Uh, uh, well, let me back up on that Monday when it, the first snow and I went through and got just started taking photos everywhere. Yeah. You know, what I felt like would be historical and whatnot. I started thinking, gosh, I should have went down River Road. Mm. I didn't see any pictures down River Road. And I think it was the next day I was sitting around and I ran into someone that lives on out on River Road, Charlie Motts. Okay. And I started talking to him about it and he goes, oh, it was amazing. It looked great, rah, rah, rah. And I was like, God, if it ever snows again, that's where I'm going yeah. straight through and sure enough, it was a couple, Thursday, right? Yeah, a couple it days snowed later. again, and and I called my cousin Man- Manuel. He's got a really nice trail boss, nice. Z seventy one trail boss. So I said, hey, because that was the only thing I didn't like on t- or on that Monday was getting in and out and yeah. getting my gear and, and whatnot. It was like, hey, will you drive me around? Let's go to Down River Road and just check it out and take some photos. So there's some places I just rolled the window down, was able to take some photos. Nice. There's other places I got out and. Took photos, but it was nice having someone just driving me around. Yeah, I bet, man. And we were talking, and he's like, you know, I don't think we'll ever see this again in our lifetime. Yeah. And I looked at him, I said, you're probably right. And that, at that moment, I I understood the magnitude of what I was doing. Yeah, man. And and not to, like, make myself feel important or anything like that. I'm just just doing what I I love to do, you know. And I think that's who you are, Mike. You're, like, you're a very humble man, and, and I think, like... Uh, what we're about to go on with the conversation with New Braunfels High School, like the photos that you do there. Um, I just found out earlier when we were just chatting, like he does it on his own. And I think that's a big part of, of who you are being part of this, this community, man. Yeah. And, um, you know, and again, like, I, b- please be proud of that because that's something that you're yeah. not putting memories in for myself. I know a lot of my friends, when I shared it with them, they're like, oh, my God, I can't believe this. Sh- I can't wait to share this with my kids. When they get older and growing in this town, they'll be like, look, this is the snow we had back then. Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah. So, you know, you better you better hope E-Crop fixes it. <laughs> <I'm just right. laughs> they better figure this out. <laughs> no, but um, no, it was a really, a really historic thing for me, man, that you, you captured there. You captured for us. So thank you on that, man. On the good news on, on that, uh, you know, I did sw- sell quite a few prints. Really? Uh, That's through good. my website man. and whatnot. So That's was, good. That was... Uh, very pleasing, and, and thank you guys that that, that uh, 
continue to support wow. what I, I, I love to do yeah. and stuff. Uh, on another note, with the whole with the high school, um, you know, I played sports there. Uh, I played soccer and football. And mm-hmm. Out of all, you know, we have our team pictures, our individual yeah. pictures, mm-hmm. and whatnot. And and I made the I made the front page against Seguin, and that's the only really? action shot I have of me, of made, yeah, of myself. And and looking back. You know, I had some nephews that played, and I never had it really anything to show them. Look, yeah, I played and whatnot, and and I think that's a big driving force in what I'm I'm trying to do is these kids in ten years, fifteen, mm-hmm. twenty years from now can oh, go yeah. back and find so their photos fun. and show their kids, mm-hmm. hey, look at this great action shot. This is me when I was yeah. fifteen years old playing for the mighty unicorns. unicorns yeah, that's right, man. So that's a that's the big reason why. That's it's, good, bro. And that's giving back and giving that memory. I now that kind of hits hits me as well in the brain. That like I didn't have one. I don't have one photo of me, an action photo playing ball. Yeah. The only fit, picture I have is me as a freshman, in my jersey with the ball right here. Yeah, my yeah, team. Yeah. That was it. You yeah. know, and I never we never captured anything then. So that's I'm glad that you do that, man. I know a big part of me coming into knowing who you were was for Kaylee Mulkey. Um, I mean, I had heard about you doing other events, but I didn't. I didn't absolutely know you were doing the school pictures. So then, Kaylee, I was training Kaylee Mulkey for a while, and um, um, I was on social media, and I started seeing her photos because obviously she's, she does well. She's really well at basketball, yeah. and uh, that's why I caught on to your work, man. And ever since then, I've been hooked. And right now, you just told me you can buy prints, and uh, I mean, I didn't even know that now. So, <laughs> so what's your website, bud? MikeyFarias dot com. Okay, as okay. simple as that. Nice. Um, uh, FYI, that that uh, website is still a work in progress. Oh no, it's fine, man. <laughs> Get your stuff out there. Uh, my, my goal this summer yeah. is to really uh, work on my website and really make it uh, look like a website as opposed to just yeah. galleries. Do you feel like uh, are you one of those people? Because I'm one of those that like you know you have something and you don't want nobody to touch it except for you, kind of. Yeah, yeah, yeah <laughs> pretty much. And it's funny because like. Uh, I, you know, when it comes to like sharing my my work in a sense of like, uh, if I was building a business card and I wanted to put one of my photos on there, and I pick a photo and I'm like, yeah, that's a good one, and then I'd be like, I can get a better one. Than that. <laughs> so then I'm like, never, I can never, never like be this. Satisfied. Yes, yeah, I want, I've been for ages. I've been wanting to do a calendar. Yeah, and I'm the same way. I'm like, oh, and okay, I would do this, this, this. And yeah. I'm like, oh, I can get a better shot. I yeah. can do a better shot. Oh man, or whatever. So I get, I get into that mode, and it's yeah. like I can't get anything. I done. think you would kill it with the new Braunfels calendar, man. Yeah. Like you. Yeah. January, you know, like we have every there's always something going on, you know. Yeah. yeah. You know, you, as for instance, September the the fair parade. Uh, right. Now you got your snow picture, that's for sure. Yeah. <laughs> yeah you know, for December and January. You know what I mean? Like you would you would kill it, man. I yeah. hope you do do something like that. That'd be awesome. So what built the um, what built the relationship with going to New Braunfels and and capturing photos over there as well? Well, you know, like I said, uh, when my nephew went there. Uh, I started going to all his games, his games. and then, uh, I, you know, I'm going to give credit to where credit's due. There's a coach up there, Bobby Offord. Um, I heard him coaching one of the, I think it was a freshman B team. Mm-hmm. And as I was doing something at halftime, he was giving his halftime speech and whatnot, and I'm sitting there going, 
who is this guy? He kind of, yeah. you know, I was like, I'd played for this guy. Yeah. You know, and then I found out that he was going to be the, the, the baseball coach as well. And so oh, okay. I decided I was, and my nephew played baseball too. So I decided I was going to go. And I tell you what, I, before I, I started branching out to all the sports, I was like at every baseball game, nice. every Tuesday, every Friday I was there and just listening to him coach. And, and what I, I've learned more about baseball, just being in that dugout, taking photos, listening to him coach, wow. then then actually out there playing and stuff like that, and uh, it's really cool. It's made me a better baseball photographer yeah, for sure. That's awesome and stuff. So um, you know, doing that and and I th- he 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 probably he probably said things to other coaches. Oh, mm-hmm. you know, this is yeah, that's Mike. He he takes photos of the baseball game, and then when I decided to start branching out, Coach Sledge, Tia coaches uh, volleyball. She's also the the um, girls' athletic uh, director and, and whatnot, and uh, yeah, just getting to know her and, and um, um, awesome, you know. Yeah, she had me do their their uh, their family photos you oh, know, one year nice. and stuff like that. And that's so, another thing too. Yeah. I'm sure you're gaining you know a yeah. lot of relationships yeah. working with New Braunfels High School. And man, I would I went to a, you know I go to a couple basketball games obviously because I'm a basketball coach. And uh, you can just see how the kids just love you too, man. Yeah. I, I see yeah. you sitting on the side in the gym of basketball, and he's sitting there with the kids, and he's <laughs> taking his photos. But they embrace him, and I, I, it's like you see you see all these youngsters. You see Mikey with his hat with the photographer. I'm like, man, they love him, man. That's <laughs> you, awesome. You know, they call me coach. So Do they? Some, call some of them call really? me, hey, coach. You know? I'm like, okay, I'll, I'll roll with it. You know, that's awesome. I'll roll man. with it. So, I, I, I love it. You know. <laughs> yeah, and the thing is, is like, there's times. And even even Kaylee, uh, you know, not to, not that it's dirty laundry or anything, but she she struggled with some things, and mm-hmm. I was able to, try, you know, just try and give her some good um, advice. Yeah. You know, hey, reach out for help. Mm-hmm. Don't be afraid to ask for help. Yeah. 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 People help you, mm-hmm. but you have to ask. You, you have to let that. people know that that mm-hmm. that uh, you need help. And mm-hmm. stuff like that. Talk know? that, Kristoff. Yeah, they don't. <laughs> <laughs> uh, you know, you know. Big, big thing was I was one of those guys going through pro wrestling, man. Just, I, it wasn't that I knew it all. It was just the fact that in the wrestling world, you don't know where to get good advice from because you don't know who's really going to stab your back or if they're really there for that, you right. know. And shout out to Ace and uh, Lieutenant Dan. Those guys showed me something different and it made me open my eyes about trusting people. Uh, them coming from Laredo to come help me. But anyway, um, at that time, when I was coming out of wrestling, I was building my basketball business, but I didn't want, like, I felt that same thing. Then, like, I don't want nobody to take this away. I don't want nobody to do this. Right. So then I was starting to get into podcasting, and I remember just, like, I can do it by myself. I can, I'm going to find a way. And then I'm starting to get technical with it. I'm like, all right, I need help. <laughs> so then I reached out to Christoph, and with open arms, man, Christoph's yeah. been great, man. And actually, Christoph and Kaylee are, really, are cousins, too. That's cool. But anyway, um, yeah, man, that's it's, it's cool to, that you'll build relationships with those kids. And like you said, they're going to remember you forever, man, because yeah. you captured memories that um, they're going to have for a lifetime, man. So right. that's pretty awesome right, that, they, right. that you, you built that with them. Uh, what... What's like started you in photography, man? Like, what, what did you have any? Uh, sorry, people, my I've been lifting and shooting basketballs all week, and my shoulders bad. So if you see me doing this, please ignore me. Um, what got you into photography, bud? You know, I was just one of those kids that, literally, a kid uh, that would like was always interested in it. I had an uncle, my uncle Mundo Bella. Mm-hmm. Uh, I remember being at my grandmother's house, 
and he showed up with a 35 millimeter camera and I hadn't, I, I must have been 10 years old maybe. And that was my first hands-on on, on, on a camera. And uh, he, he showed me how to, it's so funny, he, he showed me how to pre-focus. Hmm. You know, back then it was a film camera yeah. and they didn't have um, autofocus and stuff like that, which now I don't know how the sports <laughs> photographers would do <laughs> it. You know, yeah. they, they shoot a 36 frame ro uh, roll and then not having autofocus or yeah. Uh, crazy but he, you're making he me should... think about it now like how do they really do yeah, that? yeah. <laughs> nuts um, uh, a lot of respect there um but he showed me he showed me uh, gave me my first lesson and oh he, really he may not even remember that mm -hmm. i got it i should go and tell right because that's, <laughs> yeah, that's a lot of reintroduction that's a lot of credit right there especially yeah. to what i'm doing now and uh you know going to church uh video cameras and and uh, recording events were were starting to get popular. Oh, okay, so people, okay. You get people, people, yeah, they're holding the box. Yeah, that, yeah. <laughs> and I'm not. I'm talking like a VHS ones yeah. and stuff. So I found myself like volunteering to do yeah. all that. So wow. I always had a love for it. And then high school, I took a, uh, a photography class, and um, I was uh, I took a journalism class. I was on, a sports editor of the of the paper and whatnot. Um, so it was there, but I just, you know, my dad was a, he's a retired mechanic. And so, mm -hmm. so blue collar, I just didn't see it as a job. Mm. It, it just, it felt like this is what you do as a hobby. Yeah. You know, it just didn't feel fun, like a job. Yeah. It didn't feel like you could make money doing that or earn a living doing that. Yeah. And uh, um, as when I moved up, up to uh, Colorado, I started, we, we started uh, putting videos together and, and got me a cheap little uh, video camera, three hundred dollars. Mm -hmm. Spent three hundred dollars getting footage and whatnot, and then um, I started expanding on that and got yeah. me a DSLR uh, that shot video as well, thinking I was going to shoot video. And it just uh, the photography started coming back and, and whatnot. <coughs> so uh, just got uh, uh, just got just dove right right yeah. into it. Shot a lot of stills of snowboarding and. Uh, came back here and started doing a lot of yeah. I remember hurting my back. I did Canon G10, and the doctor told me he didn't want me to drive all the way through because I had a, a sciatic nerve mm. issue. So he wanted me to drive. Ouch. Oh man, was it like an hour and then rest thirty minutes? Really? So just is this an eighteen-hour drive? So I was like, go. well, that's that'll put me three days. That's perfect. I'll do that. Yeah, you know, so. Every time I stopped, it, you know, mountains, taking deserts, photos, whatever, man. I was pulling out the camera 30 minutes. I was just taking photos of everything. Wow. So I documented everything on the way home and posted it up. And next thing you know, it's someone, someone uh, calls and says, hey, I love your eye. Will you, will you, do, will you shoot our, our wedding? I said, well, I've never shot a wedding before. And she's like, don't worry about it. Let's just do it. I love yeah. what you do. Just come shoot it. And I'm like, all right, we'll, we'll do that. And that's kind of where the where ball just starts really. Sorry. Wow, man. What is the most interesting job you felt like you've done so far? Oh, man. Um, that's so weird. It's uh, interesting. Snowmaking. Snowmaking was crazy fun and crazy uh, dangerous. Yeah. Um, you had high pressure water. Okay. So you, you, you were told, hey, uh, you know, this can kill you. Yeah. You know? um, while we're up there making snow on the mountain, there's uh, these, uh, they call them uh, cable uh, 
Oh man, I can't. Re- uh, I can't so, remember. So the- is it you just throwing water in this? Yeah, yeah, yeah. We had the these um, like- these nozzles that we would we would attach. Like these were like they looked like fire hose. Okay. But these hoses were I don't know ten times stronger because they dealt with way more pressure than uh, fire hose did. Okay. So and then it would atomize the water and it would shoot it out. Shoot out. And then uh, the temperature with the temperature as it's falling, it freeze and create a mountain of snow and then oh, cool. the hey, snow yeah. cats would come and they'd, they'd smooth it all over yeah. and, and groom it and stuff. Well, they'd also have these other groomers that on some of the steeper runs, um, they needed a cable winch mm-hmm. to help them get up the mountain. Oh, okay. So and so you were told, don't ever cross that. <laughs> you you get fired. Because uh, if that thing breaks while done. you're crossing that, you're done. You're, <sighs> you know. So just some crazy yeah. stuff. My shift was like, 12 midnight to 12 noon. We'd oh, run around wow. like th- three in the morning on our snowmobiles, going, <laughs> checking out guns and looking at the, at the, you know, at the distant uh, yeah. sky. And, and I mean, it was just That's awesome, beautiful. Man. I got yeah. frostbite on my, on my <laughs> face here, frostbite on my, my hands, on my ears sometimes. So and, you're used to the cold. Right? Yeah. yeah. You can take on the cold yeah. no matter what yeah. now. <laughs> yeah. It's funny though. It's, if I drink something cold and it's like maybe 65, I'm like this. You are true. <laughs> My sister makes fun of me yeah. now. She's hey, like, well, you're you always cold. I'll tell you what, man. I'm, I'm not used to no heat, man. I don't I, I don't like the heat. Like, of course, we live in Texas and we deal with it. I just not a heat person, man. Yeah. And, you know, I'm playing, growing up, they were like, I played football in middle school and I'm like, man, this isn't my sport because I don't like being out here. <laughs> I don't so, mind it. A quick dip can, into the come can, out right? make it all better. <laughs> but can, I tell you what, I love the winter though too. That's cool, I really man. Do. What's uh, what's been a place that you've um, that you've traveled to that you thought was really unique and you captured some photos from? Oh, uh, you know, um, I've been to Mexico. I think a lot of people have. Mm-hmm. Uh, a lot of those trips were mission trips, but one of the places, and I mean, we would, we got to do some unique stuff there really? too. Uh, three mile, or I mean, a three hour boat ride. And then an 11 mile hike into a village where they didn't even speak Spanish. Really? They, they, they spoke uh, Indian dialect. So anytime nice. we would speak, they would translate it from, from English to Spanish and then Spanish to the, into their own uh, dialect there. Yeah. Wow. Dirt floors, thatch roof, three days, no plumbing. Uh, it was nuts. They had, what were they but, eating? They, oh, you know what? A lot of rice. Really? Uh, they made a lot of coffee, uh, really coffee and coffee. teas. And um, they had spring water, so there you yeah. could drink actually drink the water. Wow, but, that's pretty but cool. One man. of the one of the, uh, I guess, uh, aside from doing a mission trip, we I got to go uh, with my sister and my cousin. We we flew to Ireland a few years ago. You uh, two, uh, a big fan early on. Uh-huh. Uh, they were doing their Joshua Tree tour. And we got tickets for the Dublin show. show. And so we flew to um, Ireland, uh, toured around Ireland, got some great photos around Ireland, and then went to the concert, said goodbye to my uh, my sister and my my cousin. And then I flew into the UK, met up with some of the friends I worked with in Colorado, there in England, and and didn't do that. They were just there for the weekend? Yeah, well, um, I was gone for about 10 days. Oh, no, no, your friends that you're meeting in the UK? Yeah, yeah, just for a few days. Oh, okay, just meeting them. uh, It was a birthday. We were supposed to camp, but they had a big storm, and it flooded the camp Mm. area and whatnot. I was really looking forward to it because I was going to ride a motorcycle. Yeah. Yeah, didn't work out, but we just kind of hung around his place, and and, uh, I'll tell you another funny story about that there. Uh, I always loved everybody else's accent. 
right? Yeah. So now I'm in the place where I have the accent. The accent yeah. And, and my friend's kid, five-year-old, cutest little girl, looks up at me and, she, and says, he sounds like Willy Wonka. <laughs> and I thought that was the cutest thing, man. I was like, oh, my God. Can you say it again? Let me, right, let me that. do that again. But anyways, we hung out there. And then I went to, we went to Scotland with one of my best friends, uh, Claire uh, mm. Arthur. Change up my whole plans. I was planning on taking a train ride up. We rode together up, took a train uh, train to Edinburgh to stay there for a few days, and then went back to Glasgow and toured around the city of Glasgow. I just, yeah. I mean, just saw, went went around and, and saw a lot of the Braveheart stuff. Ran yeah. ran on and on one of the battlefields screaming yeah. freedom. <laughs> I got video of that. So that's really awesome. <laughs> So you definitely traveled a bit and yeah. uh, ventured out, man. You seem like an extreme sports guy. You were rode your snowmobiles, uh, big on uh, motorcycles, and then yeah. just That's right. so snowboarding, all that good stuff, man. Yeah. What was your favorite sport growing up? Now you said you played to play sports and stuff too, yeah. huh? Football is always like, you know, that's, yeah. yeah. Like, uh, but it's one of those like you know there was a time where we ro- uh, played roller hockey and we were yeah. we were playing three four times a day and then or a week and. And then um, as I started skiing and snowboarding, that became snowboarding really became became something I, I really wanted to do. Yeah. And that's how, that's really what got me into teaching was instead of just snowboarding on my weekends, I was snowboarding every day. Yes. Whether it was like teaching someone how to snowboard, yeah. you know, yeah, you had your beginners and, and whatnot, but still like teaching them the, the passion that I have for snowboarding yeah. was another passion in itself you know, yeah, to man. be able to make a difference in someone's life just because they learned how to snowboard or whatever yeah. I, I, told yeah. me before Eric told me I wanted to be a coach and that sounds like a lot about being a coach right there too right you know? right yeah and uh you know that's that's probably why the kids call you coach it was yeah. not meant to be yeah yeah absolutely <laughs> always wanted to be a coach I always thought that I, you know that's what I but I never went to school. Yeah, and, and, and not to say that you have to go yeah. to school, but yeah. you know things just work out. Yeah, you know. And that, just... I think that's a big part of, uh, of of where I'm at too, man. It's, yeah. I didn't go to school for coaching. I just started when I was 16, and yeah, now I'm at 32, and I'm still loving it, doing it, and kind of I would say a little bit different scale now. And he's a youngster, like so <laughs> 32. I wish I was 32. Hey, man, and I love that I get to sit with gentlemen like you that have done things in life, man. Yeah. This is what I want to do this podcast for is. I want to learn about people that are doing things that they love. Yeah. You know, because there has been, you know, even today, I'm not going to lie. Today, I, I woke up and just had this, like, weird Tuesday mood of, like, is this really my life sometimes, you know? And, yeah. But then I get to go to basketball, and I'm like, this is my life. And this yeah. is why I'm doing these things. Yeah. And, you know, there's been, I'm sure you have so many things that... Um, that could have told you no, uh, or there's so many things that you didn't think were going to go your way, so you didn't know if you were going to be able to live the life that you wanted to live, you know? Yeah. And to some people, it's their nine-to-five job. It's uh, having, we were talking about this earlier, not having the best equipment or the things to feel mm-hmm. like you needed to have to be successful. Um, and I think that that's the things that I want to find out. Like, yeah. those are the things I want to dig deep with people. I tell you what, I feel like you're in a place where you haven't even seen everything that you're gonna the the give back or not the give back the 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 amount of you know you 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 brought up uh uh um kaylee mulkey mm. you haven't even seen where you know where she's gonna yeah. go yeah. and whatnot and what what happens in 10 years mm. from now you're not even gonna see 
that return yet in the investment mm-hmm. that you invested in her exactly. as a person and yeah. as a player and whatnot. Yeah. So, you know, keep on yeah. trucking, keep on pushing, yeah. and keep yeah, on man. making a difference in yeah. people's lives or in kids' lives and stuff like that. I needed to know? hear that right now, man. Yeah. I'm getting a little teared up by you right now. I'm not going to lie. Yeah, I needed to hear that today <laughs> yeah. because that's literally what it is is like, you you know, you're nonstop working, you're nonstop just grinding and, um, and to myself, I don't, um, I don't get certain people around me to, to, to keep me motivated. And sometimes, and I'm one of those people too that uh, I can get caught up in my brain. But I think the biggest thing is, is I, I remember to put myself in these type of places right here. Right. Around a certain people like Kristoff and the guys from New, New Bravo's Nightlife and my personal friends. You know, I've really, uh, I think that's one thing that I've really cut back and really chose who to be around now. Yeah. And to where, you know, in my 20s, I was like, I want to be around everybody. I want to see what everybody's doing. I don't want to miss out. I don't want to exactly. miss out. I don't yeah. want to miss I, out. I was the same way. I want to go to that party. I want to go to that yep. event. I want to, you know, and I lost a lot of things doing that, you know, but I never forgot. I think at this point, I, I've really never forgot what the what made me happy. And I'm, that's why I'm, yeah. I'm happy. I'm glad you said that, man. Yeah, I'm really glad that you said that. You know, that. we get put in places where we can make a difference and you have to seize that opportunity to make a difference. There was times when I was teaching and, you know, you, you just knew certain kids or, or whatever just they were a little rough yeah they had a little rough upbringing and all they needed was some positive mm-hmm. something in their life and whatnot you know same thing with some of the kids that that i interact with and whatnot if i can give them that that little thing that 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 can be the difference of, of which way they go in, in life and whatnot yeah. then i, I want to be in i want to i want to be in that place to be able to make that that difference too yeah you know so it's it's really cool, man, and and it's not only you. Since again, from Andy, Andy's episode that I did almost, oh man, what was that, Christoph? Maybe about eight months ago. You know, from every every person that I've had on this podcast has motivated me somehow. And and um, as much as I we have our daily lives, and as much as I want to go and do things with certain people, like. Those, that's the things that I don't forget now and I, I think that's just something we get when we get older maybe we just yeah. really know how to really place ourselves right and um, it really works people like it really works and um, they used to tell me in my 20s you know I used to have a couple wrestling guys were like you know hey man you're gonna be alright bro just you know just yeah. find yeah. those places that you need to place yourself yeah you know and, you know, just people I met in the community would tell me the same thing and uh, you know Pete Revis uh, he was my trainer and you know I think I gained a lot of knowledge out of him too you know like you know this town's good if you want to be good to it right anyways you know so, yeah. and I think that's what I grew up with too so big man big um, appreciate that man that was yeah, good man. stuff right there yeah um, so with taxes opening back up man what do you feel uh, what are some events that you're looking forward to oh or, gosh or... I'm looking forward to Worst Fest yeah <laughs> huge I, one of my favorite things when I moved back from from Colorado yeah. I was like I didn't know I I used to work it it used to be it was one of my accounts through the beer business mm-hmm. and you know we'd work it we were there and we worked our butts off the and, whole week the whole yeah, time yeah, right? yeah. moving yeah. kegs and, mm-hmm. and delivering kegs and all, all that and so you know I worked it for ages and then uh, when I moved back I came back and as just a, a guest, and I just fell in love with it. That's awesome. You know, yeah, it's yeah, kind of yeah. like, and, and it's funny because back in the seventies, it, it had a had some uh, misnomers. You know, uh, it 
I guess people back then didn't feel like it, it welcomed the Hispanic community. Mm-hmm. And now it's like, you know, you see a lot yeah, of Hispanics there enjoying it. Yeah. Uh, Alex Meitzer will bring in, uh, oh, who's the accordion player from uh, San Antonio, uh, Baca, um, with, uh, oh, I cannot remember. Well, he's been on stage right. with him and, and uh, playing his uh, Tejano songs really? and whatnot. Oh, I yeah. Gotta, and it's just like, yeah, that. you got to check it Yeah, hopefully we can get, um, <coughs> I can't remember his first name right now, but uh, 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 Tex Maniacs. Yes, the Tex Maniacs. Yes. Okay, yes, uh, yes, yes. And I, I, I caught two shows where it was it blew my mind. And, and I was like, this is worse fast. Yeah. You know, yeah. thanks for, thanks Thanks to Alex Meitzer yeah. for helping bring that about so awesome, and whatnot. And, I don't uh, remember who was playing, but I went, of course, the last year that we had it. And they were playing Metallica, bro. Like, yes. I was like, yeah. oh, this is awesome. Yeah. I'm going to come yeah. check this out. And they're just like playing Metallica. I was like, I was not expecting this. Yeah. And again, as I got older in this town, like I would go one day, you know. Right. And then I'd go with my friends that are like, okay, let's. Let's have, see how many pictures we. It's not even that anymore. It's no, like, I would yeah, go and enjoy the yes, event. Yes, absolutely. <laughs> Another one would be uh, the um, uh, the HBA's um, uh, Dia de los Muertos. Oh, I was just talking with. Uh, I had a meeting today with uh, Brandon Acevedo, and uh, we were talking about that. We can't wait for that to come yeah, back, man. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, did you capture? Were you? I was part of the first year they hired right? me to, to capture it, and it, that was down over at um, at. Uh, Krausies. Okay. And even then, I was like, oh my gosh, this, this we're way oh, too that big. first year, we were just there, right? Yeah. I forgot about and that. Then, and then they, they decided to move it to the to, to downtown. Main, main and, and once that happened, and we saw the crowds we were getting. At that time, that's when I got more involved in helping plan and, mm-hmm. and all that good stuff. So you're part of the committee? Yeah. Nice. Yeah. Okay, so, cool. I think I'm going to, I think I want to reach out and do that now too. Yeah. So, man, I'm, I'm excited. Yeah, I'm excited for yeah. both those events for sure. Uh, Los Muertos, this, but so there was a second one, right? Because they've only had two or three. No, I've I've had one, two, three. This oh, wow. last year would have been, I believe, the fourth or fifth year. See, I told you about my brain. Yeah. I was telling them earlier, my memory's yeah. shot. Yeah. So okay, so the most recent one, either way, the biggest one has been. Um, that's probably been the best fun that I've had downtown. Yeah. Sorry, yeah. but it is. Yeah, absolutely. You know what I mean? And then absolutely. to to share our uh, our heritage, man, is is awesome, man, and and. I think it took a lot of years to really bring that yeah, to our town, yeah, yeah. to be honest. Absolutely. absolutely. And the cool thing about it is is you see all walks of life out yeah. there. Yeah, it's not do. just the Hispanic no, community. Sure. It's everybody's out here. And mm-hmm. anybody that just wants to ha- come out and have a good good time and have yeah. some fun. And, 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 you know, I'm not, I'm not Catholic, and, but there's people that, that they, they bring their, their uh, I don't know what it's called, to the ofrenda. Mm-hmm. And, and and do all the traditional yeah, stuff dude, and, and awesome. whatnot and, and people you know they take it serious and, and mm-hmm. which there's nothing wrong with that and I didn't I, I honestly did not know about too much of it until I started hearing they were gonna bring it here like they were gonna have the first event yeah you know of course you grow up and you see you know of course the the type of Mm-hmm. Car- you know the, what is it? The, the skeleton, the, sh- and, the sugar skulls. Yeah, and, sugar skulls. Yeah. There you go. I'm sorry, the sugar skulls and everything like that. And you just, I was just so fond of skulls growing up. I got you know iron crosses on me and stuff because I watched 
a big Triple H fan wrestling. Yeah, 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 yeah. And then just kind of just, I grew up watching that. So then, like, I would always get into schools and stuff. And then I'm like, oh, these schools are cool. Yeah. And then when I start hearing, you know, more as I get older, I'm like, oh, my God, I, I would, I'm always going to do this now. Yeah. Like, run with this as a Hispanic. Yeah. Knowing the tradition of what that is, like, that brought that to me. I can't even imagine how many kids in New Braunfels now know this tradition of what Diego's Muertos is yeah, now, you know? Absolutely. So, absolutely. very traditional thing that I would love to keep here and um, see it grow. It, it helps, uh, yeah, it helps bring the walls down and, mm -hmm. and understand each other yeah. more, you know? Between yeah. the Between the, the ethnic groups or yeah. whatever, you know? Yeah. So. And like we were talking about last week, last episode, last week people was, uh, I got to sit there and watch Johnny Duncan just literally work on a canvas i think he was working on it for at least about a good four hours i remember showing up i think like at two and he was done by i think it was about to get dark and he was done like yeah. you know what i mean and yeah. so just he's, to see he's, he's got some talent he's man. awesome right he's awesome yeah. <laughs> he's, and a good guy too yeah oh good, yeah good man dad. yeah we had a great conversation last episode and uh you know it was good man so Mikey, what do you want the people to know about you, man? Like, if, if there's a lot of people moving here and there's a lot of people going to these school, the New Braunfels High School. Yeah. You know, if there was something that people in this community that don't know about you, what was it that you'd want them to know about you? That I care. That's good. That I care. I care about my community. I care yeah. about the city. I care about the kids at the high school. Yeah. You know, I care about my family and Heck my yeah, friends man. and all that. I, that I, I legitimately Care. care yeah. yeah it shows man you yeah. it's somebody that uh that can say that he actually shows up with action people and it, it does show you know um if you don't if you're, if you're not following on any what social media on i know i follow you on facebook facebook instagram okay. i do have a twitter which i kind of use yeah. from time to time but um that's about it. Yeah. I, anything and more than that, I can't. Under Mike Farias on both of them. Yeah. Mikey okay. Farias, yeah. Yeah. And guys, um, he was. We were talking about this earlier. He posted stuff from back in the day when he was doing snowboarding, and I was looking through some of his photos right now. And and guys, it's it's amazing what this guy does, and uh, it it kind of motivates me to always want to do more for my community. Um, there'd be times where I do a lot of things for basketball in this community and a lot of y'all probably don't even know and I, I probably won't know for a long time until you actually come and ask me but um, I think again us being humble with those people in the community it's just like yeah we're doing these things yeah it may seem to others that it's above and beyond but it's just what we do I think it's yeah. just the type of people that we are in New Braunfels in this community that we want to see everybody grow we want to be able to tell, show these this youth like you're from this town, well, you can do what you want to do too. And it may take a lot of steps. And uh, just like we talked about last week about the circle of, of Johnny, you're finding your circle. I think uh, you'll find your circle here um, if you want it to be. And yeah. whatever you want to reach for, keep striving, man, and keep working hard for it. Um, and don't let nobody tell you any different. I know we were talking about um, um, opportunities. You know, the other time too. What would you say that um, who who would who who would you say given you the be, the best opportunity to be successful in life? Man, there's been there's been a lot, and I, you know I'll chalk that up to providence too. Um, from uh, a good friend, client Jim Black, who tipped me a camera. Yeah, okay. Got me going. Nice. Um, and I shouldn't even. It was a right time, right place, and that's why I say it's providence. Uh, let me think here. Who else? Um, uh, golly. Uh, 
just I'm kind of I'm kind of going into stuff. blank, but you know he, yeah, he, he, he he's a big one. You know, one of my best friends growing up, Daniel Curtis, has always been a he's been a uh, a uh, big supporter of what I'm doing and mm-hmm. and, and whatnot. Uh, Trade Affin, he used to run the NBC, uh, just nice. always uh, expi- and inspiring, yeah. always pushing me to do things and whatnot. Yes, that's like that. awesome. So um, there's definitely some friends out there that have just you know. Golly, man, I feel like if I'm going to forget someone else. No, you're fine, bro. Andy Chavez is a say, big one. You know? I was about to say that. I see, um, again, you know, we all get each other's back in this community. And when Andy was opening up, I saw you there a lot, you know, posting and also just being there. Yeah. Um, how long have you known Andy? Andy, I, I got to know when I started working at Green Harley Davidson, uh, creating content for him. Mm. It was, uh, which you still do, correct? You still which do, I, I, I'm doing again. Okay. Uh, but uh, I got to know Andy then. Uh, uh, he was a little scary at first. I just wanted to stay out of his way. But uh, no, he turned out to be a, uh, just one yeah. of the, the, the uh, just a great guy. You know, he, uh, he cares. Yeah. And and uh, uh, he does, man. I, I almost want to say some things, but I don't want to <laughs> put it out in public because no, I'm afraid I'd embarrass him or yeah, something. No. Uh, I, Andy's a great guy, man, yeah. and big supporter, and, and you know. With him, loyalty is everything. Yeah, and and I, I tell you what, he's always been loyal. So that's great, man. And, and why not, so. You know, I, I yeah, I think Andy's one of those good guys too that uh, is showing that you put your mind to something and just stick with it. It may not be the best at first. It may not be where you want it to be at first, but uh, you give it some time and you stay with it. It's gonna grow. Yeah. I'm I'm proud of Andy, man. Yeah. Uh, you know, whenever I heard he was doing what he was doing with with me for Holas. And same thing, like when I first saw him, you know, I didn't know whether to approach him or what it was. <laughs> and you know what? I'll be real with you. I went in, during COVID. I had met him before, but I never like actually got to talk with him, you yeah. know. And um, during COVID, he's selling his tacos, and I had been, you know, that was my time. I felt to like really share to the community that are home and they're on their phones. Let me do my part to just spread the word of everything. Yeah. And so when I went in over there and got some tacos, I, again, I felt so, I didn't know if I should say something. And I don't get that with many people. Yeah. So I leave and he messages me back. He's like, hey, man, I saw you. Thanks for coming. Yeah. Like, man, and that right there was just like, all right, I feel yeah. comfortable with this guy already. Yeah. You know, so and then after that, I hit it. I hit it off and yeah. we had two podcasts together. You know, it was great learning about, you know, him growing up and him knowing, he knows his stuff, man. That's, yeah. He knows his stuff about he's his a, He's a great listener. Yes. And, and, and we've had we've had our differences, but, uh, you know, we, we've always, we've always laughed, like, even yeah, better. That's you know? badass, man. Uh, so, yeah. Um, I, 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 I can always bounce ideas off of him, and he's going to be honest and be like, ah. Yeah. Oh, come on, Andy. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> he definitely seems like but, but he, one yeah. of those guys is going to give you honesty. And too. I tell you what, you need people like that. You need people to keep yeah. it real with you. Yeah. And, oh and no, not you just do. be a yes man. Yeah. Know, yeah. I um it took me a couple of years to be that guy. Yeah. And now I know when to say no. Yeah. You know, I used to say yes to everything and then, you know, that one day comes where I'm just like, I literally can't move. I don't know where my brain's at, you know, but now I'm like, okay, now I know when to say no. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. I think that's a big that's a big part of us growing and and, and being uh mature with ourselves. Right. You know what I mean? So right. That's for sure, man. 
Well, Mikey, great conversation, man. I, I want to do this again. I want to have you and Andy in here together. Oh, yeah, I don't know if you can handle yeah, I don't that. Know. See, I, I don't know if they can handle that. Because <laughs> <laughs> I know that I've had some really good conversations off camera with Andy. And the things we talk about cannot be on camera. <laughs> <laughs> so I know exactly what you mean. <laughs> uh, people, before I get out of here, um, again, th this this platform is going to grow. I know it is. And I, I'm very uh, motivated to make it grow. And we want to bring in some great guests. If there's anybody local in New Braunfels, San Marcos, Antonio, that... Uh, you think I can dig their brain a little bit that you'd be interested in me uh, doing that to. Uh, give me some uh, feedback. Let us know who you would like to on the show. Um, also, um, we obviously are on Facebook. You're, this is where you're watching it. I'm hoping next week we'll be on YouTube. Uh, and then also we're on all audio platforms as well. So check us out. Spotify, uh, Apple Podcasts, uh, Google. You can find us pretty much everywhere. We're on about 15 different platforms uh, going through Anchor. So you can listen to us uh, audio if you don't have the time to watch the video. So uh, make sure you like us, subscribe, all that good stuff. Uh, big shout out to New Vibe Again Productions, Christoph, making this thing come to life again as always. Um, New Braunfels Nightlife is always a, a show that has motivated me, and I want y'all to go and watch it if you're part of New Braunfels uh, community. Uh, we're always bringing in great guests. Um, we're always just... Um, trying to bring the nightlife to bring uh bring some spark to the nightlife is what we're trying to do and uh, i think the biggest part is having a great team there and we're on every wednesday also on facebook you can look us up on facebook as well so um again you can find mikey facebook instagram mikey farias also mikeyfarias.com if you want to get any of his prints um and then just you know he's all over the place so uh when you see him please go say what's up to him <laughs> Uh, you know, mate, let him know his work is great so he can stay uh, working hard for us for this community, man. So until the next snowstorm, not just playing. <laughs> Mikey, again, thanks, bud. Yeah, dude. Good to see you, man. Yeah, great absolutely. talking to you. Absolutely. New Braunfels, say good. Uh, Joe, shout out to my boy Joe, always saving lives. And uh, we will see you next week, people. Thank you. Thank you.